This is Emma Clark for the Brooklyn Public Library. I'm here with Francine Siegel, and we're at the Kings Bay Library. It's October 3rd, 2015. Thank you for coming in, Francine. Lovely to have you here. So can you just start by telling us where were you born and maybe a little bit about your childhood, what neighborhood you lived in when you were young? Well, I was born in Woman's Hospital in Harlem, and I'm an only child. My mother had a miscarriage when I was five years old. I would have had a younger brother or sister, but my father couldn't afford to support two children, so they just had me. I had a very happy childhood, but I was always very quiet and shy when I, um, when I was a little girl, but I always had a lot of girlfriends. And I didn't, I didn't have a steady, I didn't have a steady boyfriend until my 20s, until I was 21. I mean, I dated occasionally when I was a teenager, but nothing serious. And I fell, I fell in love with an Orthodox Jewish guy in high school, and he had asked me to marry him over the telephone, and I said yes. But then I didn't hear from him, and that's why I got sick. I got the schizophrenia as a result of the breakup because I used to talk to him on the phone every day. I used to call him and write him love letters, but he never answered me back. So I was in, I was in Gracie Square Hospital for six weeks when I was 17, and I, the doctors... The doctor told me that that I had to take the pills in order to act f function normally. Um, I was on I was on Stelazine, Thorazine, Akinetone, and they gave me a sleeping pill called Chlorohydrate. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's a very powerful drug, and it made me sleep a lot. And then after I got out of the hospital, I got in touch with OVR, Occupational Vocational Rehabilitation Through Training, because when I got sick when I was 17, I had to leave high school. I couldn't stay in school. So my parents sent me to Monroe Business Institute on Fordham Road, and I went there for a year, and I took business math, business English, bookkeeping, accounting, and filing, and the switchboard. And I got better grades in in business school than, than I did in high school. And then I got my first job when I was 21 at 292 Madison Avenue. I don't remember the name, the floor, but I remember the name of the company. It was Lead Industries Association, and I worked for a technical engineer. He used to write out the letters in longhand, and I used to look at it and type it up. I typed 40 words a minute, but then toward the end of a year, that they didn't know I was on medication. I was on the medication when I worked. So it slowed me down. 
So then they fired me. So I applied for disability and I got it. And then a few years later, I got another job, but I don't remember where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so did you spend most of your childhood in Harlem? No, I, I, you were I, born in Harlem. No, I was born in Harlem, but I lived in Washington Heights. Okay. On 96th Street and Broadway. Mm-hmm. And how long did you live there? Um, 38 years. Wow, okay. So when did you move to Brooklyn? When I married my husband. Okay. And when, so this was a different guy, right? Yeah, this was, <laughs> a, this, this was, but he, 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 he was sick. He was sick when I married him. He had bad diabetes and a heart condition, and he wouldn't eat the food that I prepared for him. He ordered out, and he ate all the wrong foods, and he he had a massive heart attack mm-hmm. after five years of marriage, and that's what killed him. Okay, yeah. yeah. Where did you meet him? I met him at La Um. I had a dance. Oh! And, and, and a dance? What kind of dance? A, a Jewish dance. Uh-huh. And um, he was short and I was short, so we did the dip together. <laughs> he liked that dance. Mm-hmm. So we did that. And he called, he called me up a week after he met me. My parents, my parents broke us up because he was disabled and he didn't work. So I says, look, Ma, I'm disabled and I don't work. Give him a chance. So he still chased after me and wrote me letters, and I wrote him letters. And then April, April 23rd, 1989, on Passover, there was a terrible accident in my parents' apartment. Um, there was a gas leak in in in, in the stove, and it blew up, and my father died right away of smoke inhalation because he had a pacemaker. But my mother survived the fire, um, three, 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 three years, no, three months, and I went to the hospital to see her every other day, and there was a case and there was a settlement. And so. When you moved to Brooklyn, did you move to this neighborhood, or have you lived in other neighborhoods? No, I just lived in this neighborhood. The whole time? Yeah, the whole time. Wow. And what has it been like for you living here? It's been very nice. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends. Yeah? Yeah. What do you do on a normal basis, day to day? I usually come to the library, or I go to McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts, and I sit and I chat with my friends because I'm... I, I'm very disabled now, and I can't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So you come to the library, and what kind of things interest you? What do you... I like music. Mm-hmm. I like the oldies from the 60s and the 70s. I like listening to them. And I like talking to people about different things. Mm-hmm. And why have you stayed in this neighborhood the whole time? Is there something interesting about it, or you just settled here and, and liked it? Well, when I when when I when I when I met when I married my husband and I settled here, and when he passed away, my next door neighbor looks after me. Mm-hmm. She knocks on the door to make sure I'm all right. Mm-hmm. 
but um, I I presently have. I don't know if you can call him a boyfriend or a friend, but he tells me he loves me. But I only saw him once in the last year. He lives in Westchester, and his name is Jeff. And when his back goes out, he can't walk, and then he can't see me. But now when I spoke to him last night, he said that he got ice therapy on his back. And that he may come down to see me soon. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking. Um, yes. Be, sort of going, going. what is it like living with a disability in, in this neighborhood, in this sort of world? What has is, what is your life experience been like living with that? Well, sometimes it's hard for me, hard for me to understand what people say to me. And I ask them to repeat, repeat it over again, because sometimes I can't concentrate. I um, I don't have, I don't have any symptoms of the mental illness anymore because of the medication that I take. But I was always a slow learner. Mm -hmm. A slow. I was always a slow learner. No, it's not hard to live in Brooklyn. Great. So, so what is um has been comforting about it, or what has been nice about it? You said you have a well, lot of friends, so that's great. Yeah, and the stores around here are convenient. Uh -huh. They're they're all within walking distance, and if I need to buy something, I buy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, food, clothes. I get all my medications at Rite Aid, which is right in the neighborhood. On on Nostrum and Z, so it's convenient. What kind of things do you do with your friends? Nothing too much. Sometimes I go to the movies, or I just hang out in their apartment. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned when we met outside that you had survived breast cancer twice. Yes. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Well, my 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 mother my mother had um breast cancer, so I inherited it from her. Mm -hmm. And I had six weeks of radiation on both breasts. They gave me two chemo treatments, but it made me very sick. I was throwing up 15 times a day, so they had to stop the chemo. But the surgeon said that I was cured. <laughs> and I take a pill now, letrozole, the generic of Femera, so the breast cancer doesn't come back. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like for you? How, how did that affect your life? Well, I knew, I knew, I knew, I, I didn't know whether or not I was going to have to have a double mastectomy or not, but thank God I didn't. It, it was a very trying situation, but my friends supported me. I had a lot of help. From this community or this neighborhood, your friends living here? From my friends. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, so what... In your time, I mean, you've been in Brooklyn for a couple decades, so what have you seen? What has changed in the neighborhood in the time that you've lived here? Well, I noticed a lot of crime. Yeah, um, 
I listen to the news, and not this particular area, but other areas in Brooklyn. There's shootings, there's stabbings and stuff, but it it it, it upsets me for the moment. But then the mayor said he's going to enforce stricter gun laws, so maybe he'll do that. Mayor de Blasio, but I don't I I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. Well, I've seen a lot of people move away. And um, I lost I lost a couple of friends I had. I had a I had a friend named Catherine for 15 years and she was disabled. She was in a in in, in a wheelchair and we were very close friends. I used to go to her apartment every Sunday. And we used to sit and talk and watch TV together. And sometimes we used to treat each other to dinner. So I had her for a friend. And um, I had another friend named Adrian. She also had schizophrenia and breast cancer like me. I knew her for about 20 years and she passed on. So I looked. I had a lot of friends, but yet I also lost a lot. And if you were going to tell a future generation listening to this something about your life or about Brooklyn, what would you say to them? I'll say it's a diversified neighborhood. And the people, I noticed that the people in the library are very friendly. And they always, they're always there to give advice if you have a problem. Mm -hmm. Anything else? No. No. Well, Francine, thank you so much for coming in and setting up. Oh, you want, it's on here? Yeah, it's on here. Oh.